to Fright Night for real. No, I'm kidding. This is horror you know. So last week, at this point, the way we record things, I think it was last week, we left off with the first part of the Zodiac Killer. Now, this is obviously based on a true story, the Zodiac Killer. The movie is called Zodiac. And I think where we left off was... um, List of suspects. Well... It was the girl who was in the car. You guys remember she had the mm-hmm. baby. Mm-hmm. She was also pregnant. She jumps out of the car. So she is a whore. She is a whore. <laughs> but not one that you know. That's us. So the lady jumps out of her. I've got her name written down, but at this point. Susan. Listen, listen to last week's episode. You'll know her name. So she jumps out of the, she jumps out of the car. Clarice. And uh, she's hiding in the brush on the side of the road. In the movie, her bush happened? is that big. This her, is the seventies. Well, yeah, this is like, yeah, she's hiding in her own bush. Her own you bush. don't want to know where the baby's at. So she pulls it out, and starts forming it into a bush. Oh my god! This is actually an ad for bush mills. <laughs> so do you guys remember? Jesus Christ! This went off the rails. It's been twenty-eight seconds. Actually, it's That's been a minute thirty goes. seconds. So in the movie. She she's in the car. He says, "You guys remember the line? I'm gonna kill your baby. I'm gonna yeah, kill your go. baby and throw it. Oh, I'm gonna throw your baby out the window before I kill he you." He was like, "I'm gonna eat your fucking kids." <laughs> I don't know that he no. said that. He didn't pull a Mike Tyson. My bad. He might as well have said that. <laughs> I'm gonna eat your babies. I'm gonna fuck you in the ass. That's ludicrous. You're gonna love me. I want some Nestle quick. <laughs> oh, I love chocolate milk. Yeah, all right. Anyone so, else is looking at <laughs> uh, By the way, people, I was not here last week in case you're just wondering where my random voice is coming from. You were on the first episode of Zodiac. Was it? Spoiler yeah. alert, we record these a little out of order. <laughs> you weren't so, here for Fire in the Sky. <laughs> which is a future episode. You were here for Zodiac. You were in that very spot. <laughs> Gotta keep all this in, in line here. Do you really not remember? I take back what I just said. He was here in body, but not. I'm going to be talking about the whole story. He's going to be like, "Wow, I've never heard this." You have <laughs> from me. He was here physically, not mentally. Oh, for yeah. the fuck's sakes! Okay, so anyway, Ian, I'll start at the beginning. So there was a couple sitting on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. No, um, so we're at where we left off. Got a minute, two minutes, and fifty nine seconds of this shit. So. She jumps out of the car. Now, in the movie, he makes the comment. They cut scenes, and when they cut and come back onto a camera, she's on the side of the road. I don't remember. I think the truck the truck driver stops. He's talking to her. Another lady comes up. She's talking about her baby. She hit her baby. So, in the real story, she's hiding on the side of the road. She has her baby. The guy that was actually driving the car parks... And I think I, I think I kind of touched on this a little bit last week. He parks the car. He comes out. He's got a flashlight. He's looking for. Her. He tells her if she comes out, he's not going to hurt her. Well, now obviously nobody's going to believe that. But he ends up getting in the his car, leaving. She goes to the nearest gas station. Now in the in the film, she ends up at the gas station, calls the police. So that's where we left off now there are other things that happen in the movie and in the real story that i'm not really going to get into because it's just kind of filler at this point to be 100 percent honest with you guys so essentially what happens is there are um the same investigators in the movie dave tashi a few other people they're doing their thing. They're doing their investigation. Now, in the real story, and I don't remember if I touched on this last week or not, but do you guys remember the cab driver that gets shot on yes. the side of the road? In the movie, Dave Toshi, which is... Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, the Incredible Hulk. Him and the actor's name, I don't remember. He was very popular in the show ER. And Anthony... 
something. Edwards. Yeah, Anthony Edwards. Wait, isn't that the basketball player from the New York Knicks? Maybe he's an yes, actor. Yes, it is. Okay. It's also an actor. Okay. <laughs> so, so I don't know if you guys. It was really... also in Revenge of the Nerds, the greatest eighties movie of all time about okay. nerds. All right, so he is okay. I was just making sure we weren't <laughs> crossing our eyes and dotting our teeth. The basketball player wishes he were as cool as the actor. That's right. So, uh, so I'm going to skip right to it, guys. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to skip to the end, basically. Now I'm going to get to the list of suspects. Now, for the love of God, if 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 you know something, like if you guys have uh, call Crime Stoppers, I know, I know who it <laughs> for is. For the love of God, call John Walsh immediately. <laughs> so it's funny. I'll get into that in a, in, a, in a minute. So the number one suspect in the movie and in the actual story is Arthur Lee Allen. He goes by the name Lee in the movie. He's the giant man. Which okay. I don't remember that actor's name, but let's just say John Carroll Lynch. Let's tell me that John Carroll Lynch. Wait, is that a distant relative of? Probably. (laughs) I hope so. He's he's a really he's a cool actor. So John Carroll Lynch is a really good actor, and he's always a creep or a psychopath in every movie. And (laughs) I don't know if you guys remember, he was in the Drew Carey show. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. So he's he's usually kind of typecasted. I feel like, but he plays the role so well. Yeah. Uh, Very underrated guy. So, the real story, have you guys ever seen um, the picture of Arthur Lee Allen? The real Arthur Lee Allen? Negative. No. Okay. So, Darren, while I'm telling the story, Darren, if you'll pull up a picture of Arthur Lee Allen for me and show the other other two guys. Um, here's why he kind of fits the bill. He's he's a tall man. He's a, he's a stocky man. He's kind of balding, got the goatee. Basically, like I said... What's his name, Trent? John Carroll Lynch? John Carroll Lynch. He plays him so well. And there is the man, the myth, the legend. That looks like a guy that a Hollywood casting agent would be like, go get me John Carroll Lynch. But tell me that. But tell me <laughs> yeah, that. That was a really good casting decision. But tell me John Carroll Lynch doesn't fit that profile, though. That's what I'm saying. So how does. do we know that John Carroll Lynch isn't the Zodiac? Might <laughs> be a little young. Is it because he was born in the 70s? So, Arthur Lee Allen, not to be confused with John Carroll Lynch, was disarmed discharged from the Navy in 1958. Trent, why is this important? Hmm. Think boot prints. Oh, yeah. He wore the military boots. and they, He uh, had access to military-grade boots. Wells, I know you weren't here for last week's episode, <laughs> but the reason that's important... That's a creepy picture. But the reason that's important is because... If you remember uh, from the movie, they I want to look at you, but I also don't want to <laughs> sacrifice like not talking into the mic. Uh, they say that he wore, and I believe it was size 10 and a half. Which one is? Is that Arthur Lee Allen, really? I haven't seen that picture. It's a picture of him during that time when the okay, sketch came that's, out. Yeah, that's more accurate. Um, I'm going to get into... Uh, people who look similar the art, to that the sketch. came from my so just so everybody <laughs> knows the reason i'm rambling right now is to save face because darren is actually showing a picture of arthur lee allen around that time frame and i'll be goddamn if that man doesn't fit that fucking zodiac profile to a t the glasses the crew cut uh the stocky build everything now to kind of skip ahead a little bit actually no i'm not going to do that ian the reason it's important is because arthur lee allen had access to military-grade boots. What was found on one of the scenes was half a boot print of, well, a whole boot print of size 10 and a half boots, military-grade. Now, the thing, the importance of that is you can only get these in a military outpost. You have to have, like, a military ID card to be able to shop and get these boots. Okay. So here's the thing. This man is supposed to be, like, this master criminal, right? Why the fuck would you wear boots that could be identified at military-grade outposts? So, obviously, they're going to know it's somebody from the military, right? So, I know that the military is still pretty vast. Like, if you have different like branches of the military. But still, you've narrowed it down to military. When you could have just wore some fucking, I don't know what was popular in the 70s. Nike Monarchs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what was popular. Stocks. Yeah, there's some house slippers. Fucking anything you could have wore. Platforms? Platforms, no, yes. <laughs> Be on the lookout for Gene Simmons. <laughs> the killer had a long tongue. So, 
It wasn't Gene Simmons. Sorry, Gene. <laughs> Shout it out loud, buddy. Um, that's that's. I, I just think that's kind of silly that you would wear specific boots for something like this. So he also he lost his job as elementary school teacher. This is about to get really fucked up. Uh, he lost his school as elementary elementary teacher in 1968 from molesting school children. I didn't mean to laugh when I said that. I just think it's really fucked up. I laugh at it. Yeah, that was in the movie too, right? I think they it was, that. and that's a true story. So he was actually arrested in 1974 until 77 for molesting more children. Creep. So apparently in the 70s, they were a lot looser with these charges because, as we know, nowadays they take that shit very seriously in the year 2022. Right? I would hope so. Darren's looking right at Trent. Darren's a a teacher. Darren, you're you're a teacher. If you were to fondle someone... How, how, I'm very fond of children, but not that fond. How, you don't fondle. You're not I'm, more no, hands-on with your teaching. Get that hands-on with my students <laughs> okay. at all. He's so they uncomfortable. Frown, they frown upon that now. I would say. <laughs> What's that red dot that's beaming down on your shoulder right now? He's so, he's currently thinking of all the parents that listen to this podcast. I know. Right <laughs> like, <laughs> am I gonna edit this out? Wait, are you are you unplugging my mic as we? <laughs> <laughs> no shit. So Alan, I'll, I'll skip ahead. Your secret's safe with me, Darren. Don't don't put pederast and your in my name together at all, ever. Darren Anthony means everybody knows that. I don't, <laughs> know, if your, I don't know if that's your middle it's name. It's the Terramana man. It's getting him out here just I've getting all crazy and stuff. <laughs> so Alan told his friend Don Cheney that he would kill random couples if he could, in addition to taunting the police with letters. I'm sorry. How do you not laugh at this shit? Is this not to a T what this fucking Zodiac Killer has done? <laughs> Include the watch symbol. Do you guys remember the symbol? It was like the cross with the circle around it. Like basically a crosshair is what it was. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So he said he he's used the word Zodiac to this man several times. And he would attach a flashlight to the barrel of his gun. And he made remarks about picking off the kitties coming off the bus. This is the exact fucking letter. So this is why he was the number one suspect. Now, put a pin in that. When I say that, number one suspect, do you guys know how many people, that, how many suspects they had around this time? I don't know the exact I'm going to narrow it down for you. The movie kind of pinpointed on this, there wasn't a lot. There wasn't a lot of suspects. And do you know how many they actually pulled in and interviewed and, and actually had in their interrogation room as a suspect? It was mainly Arthur Lee Allen. They didn't really they didn't really interview a lot of people. They didn't well, they did later, but not around the same time frame. Reason being is because in the nineteen seventies you don't really have a lot to go on. So obvi- you have the obvious like DNA. Now I wanna say on our Gainesville episode I brought that up to Darren about DNA. And you kind of uh, educated me on the fact that they didn't bring DNA into like what, like the nineties? Yeah, I mean, it was late 80s, early 90s. Late 80s, bringing, early 90s. Bringing good. rudimentary DNA samples in. So, for example... They, they went by blood type a lot. Right. So, if there was any kind of blood on the scene from them, if there was a struggle or anything, it would be like blood type. Well, because I brought up the fact that the Gainesville Ripper, plug for our Scream episode, uh, the Gainesville Ripper was basically, would you consider it sodomizing at this point, women? I mean, they were they were dead. So basically, I said I, something I wasn't about, there. So <laughs> why do you keep winking when you say? No, my point is like, what, do you remember what I asked you? I said something about the the semen and DNA, and that's when you said no, they could they they didn't really do all that back then. Yeah, I mean they 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 couldn't get DNA, but they could get like blood type, and they could get stuff like that. So nothing from the, semen like they can nowadays. Yeah. So Trent. I know what you're thinking. You I can't leave, do it. I leave a lot of semen around. You I do. need to be better at you that. You do. You're like Zoidberg fucking oozing out over the side. Hooray. You really need to see a doctor. <laughs> yes, you really should. Um, so so that's, that's very important because uh, Zoidberg. Zodiac sent in multiple letters. <laughs> the Zoidberg killer. The Zoidberg I want to hear killer. this story. <laughs> Robot. <laughs> so... He sends in these letters, and nowadays, like, growing up in the 80s, 90s, um, 
to speak for everybody that grew up in the eighties, nineties, um, you would you would automatically think, okay, well, why don't they just pull DNA from the stamp, right? Because he licked the stamp. We assumed he licked <laughs> the stamp, put it on the letter, sent it in. Well, they can't they can't necessarily do that at this time, so they don't do that until later. He so, could have dabbed it with some water or something. So, for DNA sample? No, for the stamp. Oh, if he was smart, I don't. I, do that people been, do that? Use water? Yeah. I'm just saying, if you didn't want to lick it and leave your like risk, you know, leaving that. I'm not trying to be a jackass, guys. I'm honestly asking because I've never heard of that. I I'm honestly telling you, yes. Uh, when I used think? to work at the prison and we had to do the mail, yeah, we would use tampons, dip it in a little cup of water. Well, they actually the make. Envelope. I didn't know they actually make little like office supply things. That <laughs> yeah, they're tampons. Aren't you listening? <laughs> Apparently, it's like a tampon, but like you could use it for the, yeah. same, the same thing. Do you guys not know these things exist? This has been around for tampons or no? The well, both. I don't know, what do you call them? Like I've, I know I can picture it. I just it's just a little. Why would it's I got know water that? in one end. You unscrew it, and it's got like a little fill sponge water. on the other. Yeah. No. And you, you do that well, over and like, over so you don't have to lick it. Not at all. Why Never the heard fuck of would it. you want to spend money on that when you just fucking lick it? Hey, Nobody wants to of, lick envelopes. You send you? out a lot of letters all day. That tongue gets pretty dry. You not watch Seinfeld, man? <laughs> yeah, that's Oh, true. my God. <laughs> I don't send out a lot of letters, but like I, I could get like during Christmas time, you don't want to lick every stamp. I don't know. I'm more, I'm more tongues on. Maybe you're missing your calling. I guess so. <laughs> See if you can get an office job somewhere. Oh you guys need a stamp licker? <laughs> <laughs> please never do that into your microphone. Actually, please this never sound. not do that into your microphone. <laughs> Alan lived in Vallejo. Lick it up. <laughs> lick it up. And lick, lick it, it up. up. Don't want to wait. See how many kiss references there. we can ramp. We're going to be getting letters. Really want because I can do that. We're going to be getting letters from women like, "Who's that guy with the crazy tongue noises?" Seems to have a lot of control over that. Yeah, and once I get the going, all hell's breaking loose. Uh, uh, that's a uh, song. No. Okay. Um, I'm gonna deep dive here. into so many kiss songs. <laughs> Alan lived in Vallejo near the Blue Rock Springs. And uh, Lake Herman Road murders. I mean, come on. <laughs> Where do you live? Well, I just live right up the road there. <laughs> so, the man and woman near the uh, near the lake, they get stabbed. The man lives. Remember this, Ian? Mm-hmm. I know you weren't here last week. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm here right now. Um. So, so why this is important is because not only does this man live right up the road, but the guy identifies Arthur Lee Allen's voice later as sounding very familiar. I just, I'm not, I'm not a detective. I know. Sit down. Mm-hmm. I'm not a detective and I'm not going to pretend that I know like more about this than what I do. But I mean, I've got my suspicions about other people in this case. Arthur Lee Allen just fits the profile and to a T. So the only thing that ever like, hindered me from from really believing this was the fact that he looked nothing like the sketch but darren darren just showed that sketch and like that kind of blew this open for me like i'm right back to thinking like darren do you remember what year that picture was taken that you showed us no okay um it's cool so (laughs) now darren means (laughs) darren means i made a few words I was just showing you a bunch of pictures from Google Images. <laughs> Look! It's not like What's I was that? like reading everything about each picture. Well, I'm so sorry for asking you to curate. <laughs> that, was your, that was actually his Uncle Lloyd. He was showing you a picture of yeah. <laughs> Lloyd means... Oh, this is taking a turn. So, Majo, who was, uh, who was played by Mouth, and um, he was also uh, in Boy Meets World as Minkus. Minkus. <laughs> who is it? Uh, so the the real person's name is um, his his last name is Majo. He described the car used as a Corvair. Now that's not to be confused with a Corvette. Like Bobby Hill. <laughs> Boo- Sorry, that picture means head. So it's funny because not only is Majo describing a man that lived in the same area, but or a car from the same area. Alan's friend Philip owned the same style of car and would let Alan use this car from time to time to drive around to run errands. How is this not 
the man. Yeah. So he he actually he wore the same boot size. The only issue is in 2002. I'm gonna fast forward straight to 2002. Um, a partial DNA test was done on the stamp. Um, it didn't match Allen's. Could have had someone lick it. Maybe he a could, dog. He could. Now back then, did they have that little fucking Waterloo you were talking about? Probably. I don't know. You guys are great. I'm so glad you guys know are here. The, me fucking I don't know the history of the invention of the <laughs> I'm stamping tool. I'm asking questions here. I have no idea. I used a tampon. We need a fact so. checker on this show that we could just like point I to. I thought and be maybe like, you up. guys would do that, but I'm sorry. You're not going to do what you're not paid for. At apparently. least you all knew that the the thing existed. Yeah, yeah. Well, poor I, Wells is using so tampons. Honestly, That's right. <laughs> were there an invention for state this? tampons at that. They're not even Were they used? They were Used tampons? No. Is that why I got all that bloody mail that one time? <laughs> no, that was from a serial killer trip. Oh. It was still from Ian. Yes, the Ad, serial killer. <laughs> Stop and switching, they, bro. And there's just, our I'm wells. I'm going to start making joke. shit up as soon as he asked me. Wonder what year that was from, 62. <laughs> I just well, looked it up. Well, as much as you Google over there, 62. I thought maybe you could show me. Hey, you know what? I found, Hey, wait. I did Google something. I found the real killer. Oh, and God. it has a picture I of it. I swear to God, it's Mr. Fucking yet. Potato Head. <laughs> it's Ted Cruz. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Ted Cruz. You can't tell me that it's not. See, the meme was t- to hide that he's really the real killer. It's not a real meme. It's a real meme cover-up meme. I'm not going to lie, that top what, picture what on the left what? I thought was Bill Murray at first. <laughs> Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill Murray. Okay, I'll give you that. Anywho, let me get into another suspect, and I'm sorry for asking questions. That actually weirdly matches up very well. Throw some horn-rimmed glasses on that man, and you've got a Zodiac killer. How old is Ted Cruz? Oh, sorry. Never mind. (laughs) I won't ask. He's ageless. He's 12,000 years old. He's the beast himself. The beast incarnate. So give us some other suspects. You've talked about Arthur Lee for a while. So one of the other suspects. So the reason I've talked about Arthur Lee is because the evidence is very large against him. All these other guys, it's very Near insurmountable. Ross Sullivan is another. The only reason, the only reason that this man is a suspect is because he looks identical to the to the portrait means would it be too much to ask for you to look up Ross Sullivan for the boys? I gotcha. I appreciate you, man. What if he was just like the nicest, you know, like church going guy? He was well, like making dinner for his family, please bust in his Zodiac. door. You look just like this scribble drawing. Where'd you drawing. get those glasses, bub? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, they're a prescription from a horn rim day. <laughs> that the market that for the devil. Let me see that again. Very similar. Very similar. For those who are still tuning in here, listening to this shit. I feel um, like every guy with glasses back in the 70s looked like I that. I mean, come on, boy. Well, guy. here's the thing. It's fucking Buddy Holly. We got him. <laughs> we got him. We got him. We got him. We got him. He's in a plane. He's trying he to escape. He looks like one of those dudes that's like super religious and is like the cult leader of his family. And he probably like... Are you the Zodiac Killer? No, but do you want to talk about your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? <laughs> so here's the thing. Everybody did have a crew cut back then, so it's really fucking funny that, that that everybody's a suspect back then. And yet, the suspect list is really, really thin. So, he wrote creepy poems. That's that's another reason they thought Ross Sullivan could have been. He wrote creepy poems. He had no other connections to the case other than, you were kind of wrong. He wasn't a model citizen. He, he A lot of people complained about how creepy he was in, in these poems. Well, we did and the then, same about Wells. But... Yeah, but but Wells is a serial killer. Just because he hasn't been caught yet. Stop snitching. Oh, my God. <laughs> Another suspect besides Ross Sullivan is going to be Lawrence Kane. Lawrence Kane is super important. Oh, first of all, I'm off the table, sorry. First of all, I'm going to call horseshit on Lawrence Kane. I'll tell you why. The police officers on the scene of the crime of the taxi, the taxi cab murders. So some of the, uh, the two police officers that were on duty that do you guys remember me telling you? I know Wells, you weren't here last week. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you guys remember me telling you that um, the officers walked right by somebody that matched the description? And yes. Because of the radio that said that they were looking for a uh, an African-American man, they let him go. 
So a lot of people look back and see. I actually don't remember that. A lot of people look back. (laughs) You really don't remember that? I just said I don't remember. I was being serious. Well, we've well, established they did. So yeah, they did. So it came <laughs> over the Let's move so, on. So basically, what happened? A uh, quick recap. Basically, what happened is the officers are the dispatch comes over saying that the suspect leaving the scene of the crime looked like uh, there were kids up in the window that saw him. Said that, that he looked like a black man wearing. And it turns out that that description nobody knows where the fuck that thing actually came from. Um, there was a white man with horn rim glasses and a crew cut. They were just very racist children. <laughs> yes. Mm. Ever, it was so black out. Black! We're looking for a black man! So, Lawrence Kane, they say, matches the description. Now, Kane was the closest looking suspect that they saw that night. And and uh, Kathleen Johns, Kathleen Johns is the woman with the baby from the car. She also said that a man, uh, that the man that kidnapped her looked more like Lawrence Kane than anyone else. Now, Means, could you please pull up a picture of Lawrence Kane? Because I personally don't think he looks a fucking Gosh, leave him alone. He's looking up boobies. (laughs) (laughs) He's tired of doing all this for you. Is it K-A-I-N? No, sir, I thought so too, but it's actually K-A-I-N. Lawrence K-A-I-N. I do appreciate you doing this. Kane and Abel. Another famous murderer. (laughs) Was that K A I N? Oh, I thought you said C A I N. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not even listening. I've, I've spelled it three times. I heard the A I N and I. So yeah, I don't. I don't think he looks anything like the description personally. He looks like the son of Sam. He does look like the son of Sam. <laughs> looks so, like yeah. a looks like a Jersey boy. He does. Now, again, I did not go through every suspect, but if you want to go from the movie. Rick Marshall. Rick Marshall, your brain. Was he the theater guy? Rick Rick Marshall was the theater guy. So Jake Gyllenhaal, at the end of the movie... That scene was... Gets... Yeah. So... That was a good scene. At the end of the movie, he goes into... Well, he gets that tip from that anonymous phone call, right? So, he goes to see the man who does the finger... The, the movie posters that had no, handwriting. No, 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 no. He does the handwriting analysis. Well, yeah, yeah, sorry. But that's what the tip was that the... That's a little more like it. Wait, no, no, no. That's a different person. That he used to work... Same guy. That's Rick Marshall. Yeah. That's Rick Marshall, yes. Oh. I, I thought you were still looking up Lawrence Kane. Sorry. No. Uh, I, I was, Rick I was jumping my... Uh, you're doing you're gonna so well. Me. You're going to ask me <laughs> so in five well. seconds, so... Do you not? Do you not want to help? I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so um, I'm looking up shit about my episode right now. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like some teas? No, I'm good. <laughs> so, uh, so he gets he gets the uh, tip from the the handwriting analysis expert, right? Tells him about another guy. He calls. That's the guy giving the tip. He tells him Rick Marshall. He goes to see a man that held this this movie canister for Rick Marshall, right? In the movie, Robert Graysmith gets to this man's house. He's talking to this man. What was He's, that man's name? I forget. I don't remember that guy's name. So I thought that was Rick Marshall. He, I, I no, 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 no. That was Rick Marshall's friend. Gotcha. So, the reason that's important, I think you're kind of skipping ahead, but I understand where you're going with that. So, when he's talking... He looks at the movie poster and Jake Gyllenhaal as Robert Graysmith says, oh, blah, 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 the movie poster, the handwriting is the closest thing to a match. And the man whose house he's in, who has a basement, which is apparently really rare during the time in California, says, Robert Graysmith didn't draw that poster. I did. What was the basement connection again? Refresh my memory. So the basement connection is they that that uh, in the in the uh, letters he was talking about making bombs and stuff. That's in, right. In a basement. All right. Thank you. And there were too many basements around there. So essentially, what happens is in the movie Jake Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal, as it's pronounced, goes into the basement, talks to this guy. The guy goes to get the cancer. It's a very intense moment. He hears somebody walking around upstairs. What's wrong with you? 
that was an awesome scene, and I know that they were playing it up for, all for tension. But like, was there any reason for that man to act that fucking creepy? Yeah, I'll just go get the canister for you now. He's just, he's just like slowly in the dark. He's just staring at him with just a little bit of slither of light on it's his. Like, is there eyes. someone up there? And he's like, No, it's uh, the pipes, or I don't know what he said. No, he said, Would you like to go check? It Maybe was a very tense scene, creepy. and it was really cool. But I just remember thinking, like, this man is being unnecessarily creepy. <laughs> What'd you say? I this said maybe man, he just was that creepy. Maybe. <laughs> so I mean, it's a movie; they have to create tension. I know. Somehow. Yeah, there's got to be know, something. But, but according just... to Robert Graysmith, that scene was like pretty close to what I, re- yeah. I don't know if the man he was talking to was that fucking creepy, but still, I mean, I'd be pretty freaked out. So he tells him that he's the one that made the poster. So now, like, as 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 a uh, as Rick Marshall's still like considered a suspect it's because like there's there's multiple things kind of connecting him to this but nothing really concrete <laughs> what are you doing speaking of concrete it's all here in my ear um nothing really concrete so i liked rick marshall for the movie but in the real story i'm gonna skip to a man who recently back in october of 2021 um the case breakers have have caught him. They've caught the Zodiac. His name is Gary F. Post. This article was written was reading was written on Fox News. I know. Take very, that with a grain of salt. Very credible source. Fake I'm, news. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna read some of the excerpts from this story, and then you guys are gonna tell me how we're goddamn. Dick I've read the story, is. but for our audiences, yes. I'm sorry. Trent, you've never read this story. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Who, who, Gary who? So the reason that Gary F. Post, which F is for Francis, did you know that smart boy? Did you know that? No. <laughs> All right. So he had the same scars on his forehead as the Zodiac sketch. That's a clue. Scars. The man didn't have scars. It was just wrinkles on his forehead. That's, I feel like that's 60% of the population. So, the casebreaker is named Gary Post as the killer due to the scars and forensic evidence in a dark room that were of, of pictures. I know what you're wondering. Okay, what were in the pictures? They don't fucking say in this article at all. So, like, what am I, like, what am I supposed to do with this? You know what I mean? Like, what am I supposed to do with this information? So if you like release pictures and stuff, great. But on Fox News, they didn't. Somewhere else, might have. Fox News did not from the article I read. So, darkroom pics. Uh, they say they found some notes that they found revealing Post's full name as part of one of the ciphers. Apparently he just had this laying around his house. He forgot to send them. <laughs> then... Post was a former Air Force veteran. Now, that's really the only big tie-in, because if you guys remember, I've, I've, I've reiterated several times about how uh, uh, the Zodiac allegedly you know, had a 10.5 boot print, and they were specific to military-grade boots. So the, really the only thing credible to this version of the story is the uh, Air, being an Air Force veteran. So the detectives found a heel print that matched... that This, this literally... What I'm about to read to you is from directly from plagiarism it's from uh it's from the fox news article are you ready for this detectives found a heel print that matched the same style and size found in other zodiac crime scenes uh and of post is that not a confusing sentence (laughs) they need need an editor i wrote that direct robert graysmith so I, I wrote that directly from their website. They actually put that. That's a sentence posted on their current website. And I know for the three of you people that are still listening to this right now, you're wondering, what the fuck does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. It means they didn't proofread. So the issue with this is, I think it's hot garbage. Uh, also, to kind of go on the Ross <laughs> Sullivan thing from earlier... There was uh, more to quickly. the. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. The Ross Sullivan thing is because like his like stepson or half son or whatever like 
accused him after he died of being the killer. Trent, go ahead. How Gary much, Post. Did you dig into him a whole lot? I didn't. I didn't because I thought this. I thought this. Um, I thought this article was so poorly written. I thought there's no way this this can be a real thing. Well, I'm not here to say it is or isn't, but I mean, if well, you tell read, me what you've heard. I don't remember where I read the article, and it was probably a few weeks ago now. But he like basically had. He almost sounded. Um, Manson like in his like because he had like this army of people that followed him and he would like train them as killers he would like take them up into the woods and train them how to kill and like I don't know did you not why are you laughing Ian I'll tell you it's fine so this oh you you doing the old smoky no like when I went to like I cut the top off and I went to take the lid off and when I took a shot of it I felt like something was staring at me and I look over as I'm taking he's just those cold dead eyes. Those cold dead serial killer eyes. So yeah, um, I didn't hear that. I I don't remember if it was a uh, if it was this person or that Sullivan person, but uh, somebody had had said that some of the evidence compiled against a few of these guys was, well, he used to shoot guns and he took me out into the woods to shoot. That's it. The, I mean, these, that's... these are the list of clues that we're being given. There's more to the. So now, that with so, post, so but, now uh, you can understand why this man's never been caught, right? Because he would... Because he's half-ass clues. Oh. <laughs> now he took me out into the woods and he shot things. Yeah, well, okay. Have I... you never grown up in any southern state? <laughs> That's what people do. They go into the woods and they shoot things. Now, for those of you that don't know, we all currently live in southern Indiana. When I was growing up, it was very common. I grew up on a 350-acre farmhouse. It was very common for people to come That's over. That's a huge-ass farmhouse. Oh, sorry. The land was 350 <laughs> acres. I didn't live on a fucking castle. It was 12 castle. million square feet. Yeah, we had about 17 to 27 bathrooms. Um, 17 to 27. <laughs> very so, specific. Very specific. So much. Well, there were half baths. So we would have people come over constantly and bring their guns and shoot. Me. It's weird. That's why that's why I bleed a lot. Wells, please don't look at me like that. All right. So I guess what I'm, <laughs> what I'm getting at is I don't I don't really think uh taking somebody out into the woods for target practice. Well, I was just you're taking about the, person the time you out. shot a horse and got kicked in the face. I didn't shoot the horse. You I, shot a horse in the ass with a BB gun. That's not what happened. And got kicked in the face. I did get yep. kicked. I know I was kicked in the face by a horse, but I wasn't shooting a BB gun at it. <laughs> so this explains a lot. Head trauma. <laughs> yeah, head trauma. <laughs> there we go. He hides a nasty scar under that BB. There actually is. Serial yeah. killer one on one. I have seen it. I've yeah, seen it. Never mind. I keep forgetting we grew up together. And I never. <laughs> I didn't always have a beard. All right, so now you know why I'm a serial killer. I was kicked in the face by a horse when I was like eight. So anyway, on the same farm. Wait a minute. Now it's coming together. We used to shoot things. I was kicked in the chin by a horse. There's the head trauma. Fuck, man. Mommy issues. Mm-hmm. But definitely. <laughs> there it is. Tortured animals. I Boys, have issues from is. your mom, too, if it helps. You got what? I said I have issues from your mom, too, if oh it helps. Oh, my God. All right. Anyway, um, Trent, you got you got more on that subject? No, I was just go ahead. No, you're fine. I'm not giving you shit. I'm I'm literally asking because I didn't know about that last part that you said. There's more to Gary Post, but I mean, I don't, I'm not saying it's like credible. I mean, he was an effed up guy, probably like a lot of these suspects. And have, have you seen the he had a Have you seen history. the picture of him? I'm not hinting anything in anybody. I've seen. Oh my Gary. god! I'm yeah, not I, hinting anything. No, I, at just, you. I just had it. Let me get it. He doesn't look anything like him. Well, the picture I have is when he was like almost to the point where I, he was dead. I just want to say for for the record, I'm not asking anyone to look at because Gary at this. Post is dead now, and this picture is probably in an old age. Here is one when he was younger. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that picture. Trent, can I see that picture one more time? That's that actually all- looks like an older version of you, Trent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, but he's worth looking into. That's all I'll say. He's yeah, worth, so, he's worth so okay, I'll give you that. But I, I from, from what I've read off Fox News, I don't really think that that really cracks the case wide open, personally. 
Now, it, it is called Fox News, by the way. Fox News. <laughs> now, with with the list of people I've given you, does anybody in this room besides Wells you don't count because I feel like serial killers know who other serial killers are? Um, does anybody have any educated guesses on who they think it could be? You could solve the case right now, Trent. Looking at you. I mean, going by what we know, the Arthur Lee guy definitely had the most... Wrong! I'm kidding, I don't really know. Go ahead, I'm sorry. But that's just because I watched the movie and I listened to your research. I didn't look into the other guys, so I don't know. I'm just saying, like... uh, So we have Arthur Lee Allen, Robert Graysmith. Well, Robert Graysmith wrote wrote the book. He was the editor. Okay. How do you know so much about it? Can we rule them out? Yeah, I'm thinking... (laughs) That's true! Arthur Lee Allen, Ross Sullivan, Rick Marshall, Lawrence Kane, Gary F. Bose, Francis. I don't think it was the Kane guy, and who was the Ross guy? I don't think it was him either. The Ross. Ross Sullivan? Yeah. Yeah, Ross Sullivan was never investigated. Just because he looked like the picture. Yeah. I don't think that's, I think that's pretty flimsy. And again, he did look a lot like him, but at the same time, from from what Darren just showed us, so so did Arthur Lee Allen. It was I mean, his I'll, birthday. I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think he's the best suspect. Arthur Lee Allen? Yeah. Uh, that can we've I, got, but there's no... Can I ask why you think that, or are you going to yell at me again? No, no. I mean, I think there's just more evidence for that time, even when they interviewed him, that, I mean, he just he just seems like the best suspect. But they're not going to find enough stuff on him. I, I think if anything's going to happen, it's going to be like the... Uh, you know, killers that they've found recently with DNA, you know, if they have any kind of DNA left, I think that's the only, only way they're going to find somebody. Now, do you guys remember in the movie when, um, uh, Robert Gray Smith went to, went to see the victim's sister in the jail. And she was the one that told him that Lee Allen, well, she said Lee, she referred to him as Lee for the painting party. Mm -hmm. Okay. She, she points him out. That part allegedly was completely fabricated for the movie. Yeah. She never said Lee. Apparently, I think she also was one of the people that said uh, basically Lawrence Kane fit fit that profile. Did you talk about that uh, on the last one? The sister? Because I knew that from somewhere, but I don't know where because I haven't done any research on this or anything. Did they, say, they didn't say that in the movie, that it was fabricated. No, no, I don't think I, if I did, I don't remember mentioning the fabrication, but and I may have mentioned that, but yeah, um, I've, uh, I've listened to a few podcast episodes on, on this story and, um, judging by what I've read, uh, a lot of people are saying that they, they've made that stuff up for the movie. There was a lot of like truth to this movie. The movie was pretty accurate for the most part, but then there are things that were fabricated. They weren't horseshit per se, but like. Tashi and his partner showing up to the scene of the crime. That's my next album, Horseshit Horse Per Se. Horseshit Per Se. Horseshit Per Singer. That's what they call me. So um, in the movie when they show up after the taxi driver's killed and mm-hmm. Dave Tashi and his partner show up to the scene of the crime, yeah, they didn't come in until later. They didn't interview the kids and, and talk to the officers at the scene of the crime in the movie. In the real story. After all this happened, they had the composite sketch and everything. They brought those guys in later. So again, it's not... That's why I say it's not horseshit, per se. Your your album cover. Um, Just kind of... Because it's a, it's true, but they're... Compressing they're taking, the timeline a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're trying to smooth it out and make it a more of a, of a better transition from scene to scene, which worked. Um so overall, I don't know if we normally do this when you guys host, but when I host, I think I like to get like ratings. So no, we did scream. So overall, uh, of the of the Zodiac movie, I'm gonna start Trent and come this way. Uh, what would you give it out of ten? Mm, I'd give it a seven point five. Okay, that's seven point five. That's solid. Not what I want to give it, but okay. That's I mean, it, no, it was good. It's. Uh... Are you giving it that before or after? My extensive investigation, because I single-handedly caught the killer tonight. He's in this room. I will give it. <laughs> He's a black man, as they thought. Yeah, that's Me? what. Yeah, exactly. 
it was int- I don't know. It's interesting because like watching the movie, I know just from the real story a little bit before even your research, not as much, but a little bit. I knew that he was never caught. Oh, yeah, right. So I'm watching this movie, and you know, I'm not blaming the movie for it, but I'm thinking it, it makes it different when you're watching it when you kind of know how it's going to end a little bit. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, no. Hold on a second. Yeah, but at the same time, like you're gonna, you've, I know for a fact you went into movies knowing the outcome, and you've still really liked them, though. I did like the movie. I didn't dislike it. I'm just yeah. saying that's why maybe it's not higher, and I'm not necessarily blaming the movie. I thought they did a good job well, if you telling it in a compelling way and keeping you engaged. And but it's just like the whole time they're really wanting you to believe it's the Arthur Lee guy, and maybe it was. But like I'm thinking in the back of my head, well, obviously they're not going to catch him because otherwise, I, you know, he would have been caught. Yeah, yeah, right. So stuff like that, it kind of runs through my head when I'm watching it. But I thought it was a good movie, and I like David Fincher. I think he's a good director. Good director, probably one of his better movies, I'd say. A- acting, acting was really good, right? Yeah, the acting was good. Thanks, Trent. <laughs> I would give it actually. Knowing what I know about the story, I would probably give it about a seven. And the reason I would give it so low of a seven is it tried too hard to be an engaging film as opposed to a telling of the story that really happened to me. It was it was too much about MacGuffins and too much about red herrings and too much about trying to trying to be a cool style because David Fincher does have a cool style. But I think in this kind of story that cool style to me didn't represent what the story was about. So that's where I would fault it. Now was it a good movie? Yeah. It was a pretty good movie. It was entertaining. But knowing the story before, if I if this was like something I didn't know anything about mm. And I watch it, I'd be like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's got some interesting characters in it. It's creepy. We still don't know. But mm-hmm. uh, I already knew most of the stuff that before I saw the movie, I knew most of the stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's probably the most researched serial killer for a long time, even though we know nothing about him. That's what makes it compelling, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so I feel like the movie almost had too many twists and turns, like the creepy basement scene and all that shit, you know, I mean, it was a cool scene, but it was probably a bunch of bullshit, you know? And, um, I, I also want to say this is one of my least favorite serial killers (laughs) for the simple fact. He only has one really scary part in his whole canon, which is the, the two people by the lake to me. I mean, the other killings was like son of Sam. And I feel like that guy was kind of a puss anyway, because like, He's killing people unaware behind them and shooting them in the head and stuff. So the only fear he's creating is fear of the city. He's not creating fear in the in the actual people he's killing. Right. And I feel like a lot of serial killers get off on that fear, you know, which makes them more terrifying to me. Like somebody pulling up behind somebody with a gun, to me, is just like a thug. You know, they're just coming up to kill somebody with a gun. Hmm. And... That's the reason I don't like this. I did like the little costuming he did in the one killing um, oh, by, that I by mentioned. The lake where yeah, he was wearing the uh, the black like, and, robe or whatever that was. And then the uh, what really made him famous was the ciphers because everybody wanted to figure it out, you know. But I'll be honest with you, they figured out how many of them. Not many, like two. But yeah, and I mean, I, I just parts, right? Lot to, lot to begin with. Well, so here's what I think. Are you the saying way. they're impossible? Well, no. no, but like here's so what I think. Thing. I think the, the guy, the, the FBI, couldn't figure it out. Not to cut you off, but real quick, the FBI couldn't figure it out. But that that random couple, yes, they figured yeah. it out. So I think he did it, and then realized that it was simple. But I don't think the guy that did the killings. This is why maybe I'm leaning towards Arthur Lee. I don't think he maybe the person that did these was that smart. It was just during a time where you could get away with more. Yeah, and I, I think the that. other ciphers were all bullshit. I don't think they even mean anything. I really think the ones that they couldn't figure out There's don't mean shit. They couldn't figure. It out. There's a reason because they don't mean anything. There's nothing there, and I think he did that because he was trying to frustrate them and throw them off scent. That's I, my uh, opinion. I know I I I'm, I thoroughly enjoy what you just said because um you're not wrong. I mean, there's a lot of fact in what you said. They haven't figured them out for a reason. 
because maybe they're they're bullshit. Yeah, there, there's nothing to figure I mean, out. I, I can't prove it, or then I would be able to figure them out. Well, yeah. I, I was gonna say I, I think I think the proof is in the pudding. Nobody's yeah. figured it. Out. Nobody's well, figured it out like for this many after years. All this time. Yeah, how can one man, and then you've got like a world and decades worth of experts that come yeah. along and can't do it, but this one guy can. So. Yeah, I think it, I think most of them were bullshit. They didn't mean anything at all. I think he was probably a simple dude. You know, I mean, it's just like the DC sni- simple sniper kind of guys. Yeah. Fucking shooting people. I just, I don't understand that. If you're going to be a serial killer, shooting people is like so weird to me. That was more so, scary to me, though, because it could happen to anybody at any time. So, let, so let's. Well, it could, but like, once again, it's not like. That doesn't instill fear in me getting shot while I'm pumping gas. It's just going to kill me. I'm just dead. You know what I'm saying? True. Does that make sense? Yeah. When I think serial killer, I think instilling fear, instilling the loss of hope. Like all these dudes that take these people and they take them somewhere and they bind them up and torture them and kill them. And, and to me, that's scary. Well, so, why are you writing down notes? <laughs> <laughs> so, Darren, let me I'm not, ask you I'm this. Not, I'm what? not saying... People just need to be better at serial <laughs> when I When I say, when you hear the term serial and killer together, what does that mean to you? I know what it means to you. How many people would that be to you? I mean, definition, I think it's three or more. Okay. And so it's can, not spree killing. But can you? would you consider this a serial killer? How many did he end up killing? That's my point. I think three, altogether the people four. he actually killed were like, what maybe three people maybe in total because if you remember there were for certain two men two women both men lived both women died i'm not i didn't even dive into uh the sherry joe bates murders because there is no proof that those things tie together okay they've actually disproved that by saying that some of the letters that were sent for that was somebody basically saying, oh yeah, I was fucking around, I shouldn't have done that. So, I didn't include the Sherry Joe Bates murder. And I'm still not going to, in in my version of this story. Because it's mine, I can tell whatever the fuck I want to. So, with that being said, um, <laughs> it's my party, I'll grab I want to. So, with that being said, can you really consider this to be a serial murder if two of the guys didn't die? Attempted murder is not murder, right? See, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, the he's cabbie. going down as a serial killer, but so like, there's he has three. the cabbie. For and sure that's what I'm three. saying. Three, three or more, it doesn't have to have a pattern, but it has to be like... Within a time frame of each other, too, maybe? Well, not, oh, no. only, well, not only that, but like it doesn't... like You can kill years apart and still be a serial killer, but... Right. Like, but, Can we assume there's possibly more victims that we don't even know about? So, but that's, that's the what thing. I was thinking. No, but that's the thing. He claims to kill over thirty people in his letters. There's no proof that he did. Even in the movie, they they say, I think it was uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character, Paul. He says, "How many guys does this guy claim to kill? Like thirty six? And that's when he shows Robert Gray Smith the articles basically showing like details of all these other killings. He's like, he could have got all of this information from the paper. We have no proof that this man did any of this other than him saying, I did it. And see, that's why, that's why really I'm, I'm saying that the movie is more exciting than the actual fact, right? Because David Lynch made it. yeah. Yeah. He made it like a silence of the lambs type thing where they're trying to find him and it's creepy in scenes and like to me it's like none of that shit really happened it really didn't we just had we had somebody that killed a few people got notoriety started writing some notes to the papers trying you know threatening kids on buses and he didn't do anything about it he didn't do anything you know right so it's like he was just holding towns hostage and the paper and the and the media went wild over it so it's like to me, it's not really that compelling of an actual story. The movie's probably better than the story. So, Dab, that, you summed it up very well. I mean, I'm going to keep mine very short because that's pretty, I mean, we, we, we think alike on that. Now, there are definitely some similarities, but there are, there are some differences. I'm going to give it as a movie. I'm going to give it an 8.5. I thought, I thought David Lynch, David Lynch told a great venture. Lynch. I was thinking of John Carroll Lynch. Oh, there's a David Lynch director. Too. Um, I think he told a great story. 
So take take out the like the the original story. It's a great story. It's a great cast. It's great acting. It's great writing. Now the issue becomes. It's based on a true story. So now you got to like reiterate certain things into the story, like like based on case files and shit like that. That's when it becomes a little dicey. I agree with Darren. We don't really know for certain. It was never solved. So at the same time, it's like, did this guy really kill that many people? Is he really that scary? But in the same time, in the 70s, you know, me growing up in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hysteria was probably at an all-time high. Or was that... Was that in the eighties when Def Leppard released that? Say, we're doing Kiss references oh, okay. this episode. Def Leppard oh, okay. will be next week. Yeah, so this man was known as a destroyer. Okay, okay. He was a creature of the night. He was per a creature se. of the night. Did he say heaven on fire? I do. That was also eighties, by the way. So, um, if you can do the charcuterie, sure, good. I'm licking it up. Ooh. Oh, there it again, is. Trent. There it is. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so. So yeah, I mean he had the black like like he had the hood on everything. He was dressed to kill. I'm naming albums not songs now <laughs> of Kiss. But uh yeah, so he really hit rock bottom. That's a deep dive for you. So wrapping up my thoughts cuz I want to hear what Wells has to say. We're going to wrap this up real soon, I promise. Uh it's we not just much. We, yeah. So <laughs> you have the longest episodes of all. I know. I don't know when to <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'm, I, I I get so awkward. Like I don't know. What, I don't know. If, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with my hands. Um. <laughs> yeah. Just like that. All right. So wrapping it up. My thoughts. Eight point five. Great movie. Um. I, I think the story's so interesting that it keeps me. It keeps me wanting more. But at the same time, not knowing what happens because it's an unsolved thing. Really fucks with me, man. Like, I. But at the same time, like I've 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 mentioned this a thousand times on here. I love I love the unknown, like, like the ocean part of things, and 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 I love thrillers and stuff like that. So I think that's why I give it such a high rating. Um, I w- I really wish it was solved, other than what I read here, because I, I I don't think that solves solves the murder. Wells as a movie, what would you give that overall out of ten? Probably about a six. Ooh, that's Damn, that's low. Jesus. We're all just I thought seven was going to be the lowest. It's still over what fifty percent though. So six is not a bad score yeah, by any 60, means. Yeah. Average. I'm going to give it. It's, it's passing a D minus. Yeah, it's passing grade. I'm going to give a it a sixty. Yeah, sixty is a D minus. This man's a teacher. He knows. <laughs> oh, a ten point scale. Fifty nine is an F. Sixty. Uh, yes. When I was in school, sixty nine was failing. I need to go to school now. Ian, you got a gripe to take with some people. Apparently. I know. Yeah. I know. I I'd have a high be. school diploma at this rate. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, Wells. I didn't hate the movie. Uh, I thought it was interesting because of the true crime. I'm I'm into that stuff always, so I thought that part of it was interesting. Is but... it, are you interested because you want to know what your documentary is going to look like when you go on a mass murder? No, that's why oh, I watch. Sorry. That's when why I watch. Caught for your. That's why murder. I watch forensic files, so I know how he thinks about who he thinks about who they're going to cast. <laughs> Who would you cast as you right now? Dulé Hill. God damn, he was quick on that one. He has thought about it. You know that's right. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, go ahead. Sorry. Wait, before before you wrap it up, though, did you say what happened to our boy Arthur? I know it's in the movie, but like... Why didn't they I arrest thought, him? I thought I uh, touched on that last week. You but might that have. was six weeks ago when we recorded this. So, um, uh, he died in 1991, I believe. That's why they didn't arrest him. So if you if you watch... Wasn't it like right before they were about so to So if something? you watch the movie, they were closing in on him. Yeah. But the true story 30, is... 20, 30 they were not <laughs> closing in on him. No. Well, was that uh, scene at the end of the movie real or was that bullshit? Where they bring in the adult... Majo? version of Minkus and he... loose, loosely real. Yeah, he did come in and he did identify Arthur Lee Allen as the shooter. But why did, was it so much later? Because they couldn't find him allegedly. Majo, yeah, they couldn't find Majo. Minkus, they couldn't find him. The older version was Jimmy Smith. No, not Smith. No. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, <laughs> Jimmy um... turned Hispanic. <laughs> not Jimmy Smith. What's his name? Jimmy. You remember him, don't you? He's in from, a lot of stuff. Uh, from Psych. 
Damn. He's in like Westworld. Yes. He's in um, really. No, the, I the look older version. I remember him from uh, the game, the movie with Frankie Muniz about the game. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Um, Where if you died in the game, you died, died in real the life. Game, you died in real life. Yeah. It had. Um, Damn it! I own it on DVD. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember what the name of that movie is. It's it's not a great. Movie. It's like Jimmy Simmons or Simpkins or something. Simpson. Jimmy okay. Simpson. <laughs> Close. I knew it started with an S though. Samsonite. Okay. I knew it. I will tell you one thing that has always bothered me about serial killing cold cases. Don't get mad. Okay. And this is something you've you've heard a lot probably on the cold case from Forensics Files and stuff. They periodically clear out DNA evidence in certain counties, right? Or a lot of counties. Like a lot of I mean, they just don't have the room to store all that stuff. Yeah. But they're going to keep these cases probably to the end of time because it's such a famous case, which means there's somebody else's cold case box out there that they're going to get rid of that could be solved when at this point it does not effing house. But I'm just saying it doesn't effing matter eventually who the Zodiac killer is because he's dead. He keeps limbs in a cold case. He's more than likely dead. So it's like, they're wow. going to keep all these boxes maybe for the next that 30 Gary, or 40 years that, with the hopes that they're going to find something. That Gary Post guy's dead too. So they think it is now. So same principle. Yeah. So, I mean, why are they keeping, the why are they holding on to this? Because they even Grace said Man. like three years Grace ago Man. they still had all that DNA stuff. Yeah. Probably just because of this so high profile and anytime there's yeah. a story done on it. It's I think there should definitely be a time a lot of I think so 50 too. years maybe, if that even. I mean, by that time, the people that are involved, like the families of the victims, are dead. Yeah. At that point, they don't care, right. and their great grandkids aren't. I'm not saying care. justice doesn't need to be deserved or anything, but like, yeah. But what fifty, you, sixty years, years later, you know. You, yeah, if you if you solve it, what are you now, gonna do? Then just be like Jesus. Aha! <laughs> All right, I'll start it. on this other report. I <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So. Thank you guys for giving your uh, your opinions on the movie. Wells, I respect your opinion. You are wrong. It should be at least an eight, but um, no, I respect your opinion. It's <laughs> like we all not ours. We were in the seven range. <laughs> yeah, I thought six six was a, a little low, um, but again, I respect it. It's fine. I gave it a six just because I have no desire and, to ever watch it. And I, I disagree with Trent. This was not his best movie. Blue Velvet was I his said best one movie. of. One of it was absolute blue velvet was his best movie in my opinion. Is that Ryan Gosling? No, that's uh. Which one's blue velvet? That's blue Valentine, I think. Oh uh, yeah, gosh, yeah. it's got the same guy that was from Dune and Twin Peaks, whatever that. McLaughlin. Kyle McLaughlin. Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah. It's got a, a shooter from Hoosiers. Shooter McGavin. <laughs> no. The, the, the alcoholic from Hoosiers. What's his Gene name? Gene Hackman. No. He was the alcoholic, wasn't he? No, he was the coach. Whatever. Anyway, it was a good movie. There, Blue Velvet. You need to watch it. There was an alcoholic in the in the movie. No, I don't even know what his best movie would be, in my opinion. Not Gene. Hackman. Not that we're here to talk about Dennis David Hopper. Fincher Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Yeah, Dennis Hopper's in it. He plays a gangster. It's awesome. Blue Velvet. The Blue acting Velvet. in the movie was really good, but like as Bean said, for me, like the Zodiac. Did you call me Beans. Just- no, I mean, fuck. but I can oh, if you want me to. Beans. Oh, Mister Beans. Beans. But like as Mean said, I agree with that too. The the yeah. Zodiac as a serial killer is just kind of boring to me. Yeah, I, I don't. Again, I use the term. You guys can't see my air quotes, but serial killer. Um, it's creepy for the time frame, but yeah. it's there's there are much worse people during yeah. this time frame. Definitely him dressing up was cool and the ciphers were cool, but outside of yeah. that, it was like... It makes for a good story and a good yeah. movie, but at the same time, like, mass yeah. hysteria? I don't know. So, thank you for joining us this week on our part two episode of The Zodiac. We got big things coming. I'm not going to tell you what they are. You're just going to have to tune in. Means or Trent, would you like to plug the merch store? We have merch. Thank you for plugging the merch store. You can get that at www.merchstore.com. The-horror-you-know.com. 
creator-spring.com. Jesus, is that it? really? <laughs> Check out our social media. We'll have the merch store on every. Post. I only know that because perfect, perfect. I only know that because I've posted it a bunch of times in the past. Yeah. Year. All right, well, shield acronym. So for the love, yeah, for the love of God, don't, I'm never gonna don't, remember it. Don't fucking type that in. I don't know if that's Get, uh, right. follow it's us close. on follow us on social media. We are on yeah, Facebook. Find the link. We are on Twitter. We are on Who types in full Instagram, links? right, Nobody. Trent? Do we have an Instagram as well? We got it all. We've, we got, got, all. We've got a link tree. TikTok. We're on everything. Go check out our link tree. Follow that. I didn't for know what a link God, tree click, was. Till you said it. Click, click on the link for the merch store. Um, these guys have done a great job getting some stuff on there. Uh, watch our uh, reveal. Well, I say ours, but I wasn't invited to the reveal, vi- reveal video. Um, we're wearing our merch right now. We've got hoodies. Long sleeve shirts, tumblers. Wells got a tumbler today. That's a uh, tumbler. Tumbler. We've got plenty of stuff on there. Go check it out. This has been part two of Zodiac of the Horror. You know, I'm Ian. I'm Ian. I'm Trent. And I'm Darren. Stay spooky, my friends. <laughs> Why do you look so confused? <laughs> <laughs> Take another drink, Ian. Oh my God. I think I'm, I'm done. In the dead of night. And the shadows dance, the evil rise. The world between the living and the dead is thin.